Alright. Do you have, have a, a bit? I have a question for you, but if you have a bit, we can do okay. your bit. Alright. Ask your question. I don't have All a right. bit. Okay. <clears throat> have you ever. So, folks, we're. This is October 1st, right? We're going to the season of the spooky, right? Um, I have a quick it is question. spooky season, yes. Tis. Uh, now, I have a curiosity question. Have you ever seen a ghost, had a paranormal experience, had anything nuts happen to you? Oh, uh, uh, ooh, uh, 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 um, uh, 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 no. Really? But, I've been ghosted. <laughs> Does that count? To the shock of no one. No, I'm fucking with you. That does not count. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, uh, I so you've never had a paranormal weirdly experience? Enough, weirdly enough, no. Like I'm a I'm a Mexican, which means that I have Mexican family members. Which means that every single of my family members thinks that at some point they saw the devil uh, appear before them in a ranch in the form of a dog, and they just kind of like uh, yell obscenities at it until it left, and now they think they're like. They got a they, they they got a straight pass into heaven, so I think that's as closest as as, as I think I have. Um, as much as I I am a fan of the spooky season, I am a fan of the spooky season in a very aesthetic way. Like you know how people say, oh you know Valentine's Day and Christmas are like just commercialized. I love the commercialized, okay. And Halloween is no different, okay. I eat that shit up. But if I'm with friends. And I'm and we're at a Halloween party and we're all chilling and we're having fun and I say this is spooky this is fun and they go hey let's bust out a Ouija board I am out of there you before f- they can finish the sentence you fucking was I yes I wish I had I wish I had friends that had the balls to bust out a Ouija board I wish well those are not friends we're gonna have in common. I, which of your friends bust, wanted to bust out a Ouija board, I will hook up. We will hang out, and we will bust out the Ouija board, and I will record it. Alright, the whole fucking thing. Well, this was a fun show. <laughs> this was oh. a fun podcast while it lasted. I guess it's just going to be Fernie and me. Uh, oh, okay. uh, yeah, that's going to work. <laughs> it's going to work totally. No, it's not going to work. We're going to end up killing each other. There's a... <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, no, nothing, nothing supernatural, and honestly, think, think, uh, think whatever for that. Uh, you? Have you had? I've, I've only had, I would, mm, I count one experience. One where I'd be like, no, you know what, that was something fucked up, and I found out years later. So, folks, I'm gonna go into an old story of mine. I, I think I was oh, in please. third grade, or second grade when this happened. So... I used to take the bus home, as most other kids, you know, did in school. Uh, I would get home at, like, 3, 30, 4 o'clock, you know, um, wait for my parents to get home. They got home at 6. So I had a few hours by myself. <laughs> Typically, I'd watch TV, maybe play some video games, eat snacks, you know, the typical, like, 8, 9-year-old shit, right? So there's one particular day, I get home, and I every day I always did a round of the, around the house. I just did, right, to get... So I walked by my parents' room, doors open, lights off, TV off, no one's home. I go check my sister's room, doors open, lights off, TV off, like everything's off, right? So I go into my room and I close the door, take off my shit, I change, you know, I unwind a bit. I'm like, you know what? I want a snack. So I get up and I go to my, I go to the, I'm going to the kitchen 
And I see that my parents' door is closed. I'm like, oh, maybe mom or dad are home. So I open the door. Lights are on. Fans on. The TV is on. But this is back in the day. The TV was on mute. And it had like that big purple like mute sign on the TV. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? So I go to my sister's room. Same thing. Lights on. TV's on. TV's on mute. But all the drawers are pulled out in my sister's room. All the drawers. I'm like... I, I, I freaked out and I ran to my room and I locked the door and I just waited till my family got home. They were like, what the hell? But they just like, put everything back. And that happened every day for a shit you not two weeks. Every day. For Monday through Friday. I would get home. That shit would happen. By the second day, I was just like, fine. So I would just put the drawers back, turn off the TV and like reopen the doors and turn off the lights. Because I figured if it wanted to hurt me, it would have done it the first time. So, that happened for two weeks and they stopped out of nowhere. Okay? That's the first part of the story. The second part is, years later, I'm talking, God, I was like uh, 18. So, like a decade later, right? I find out my sister Evelyn had been playing with tarot cards at the time of this. Uh, She was playing with them at our house. And during this two-week period, she was seeing things around the house... Um, when she would hang out with friends, she would just see shit, right? And Emily, too. All three of us had these moments during this two-week span. It was, like, right after New Year's. Um, But then, out of nowhere, it stopped. It stopped when Evelyn stopped playing with uh, tarot cards. So, that happened. Was this... was, Was this in the house that I went to once? Like, your parents' house? Was that before or after they put all those crosses in the living room? Those crosses, well, that that collection has only grown. <laughs> that collection was probably half me. as big. <laughs> so, you're telling me you had all of those and spooky shit was still happening in your house? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Fun times. And But see, the thing is, though, is that none of us knew about our experiences until we talked about it when I was like... 1718 like I was like oh I got one for you the house was haunted blah blah and then Evelyn's like shut the fuck up and it got real serious and then she tells her story and then Emily's like shut the fuck up and tells her story so all three of us had these things that happened for about two weeks that just stopped suddenly so fun times well yep look I I'm not see, saying see, oh. my fa- my family would have bolted like in the first day, <laughs> okay, like the <laughs> first day, like it, like not even joke, like, and that's here. Here's what divides us. Here's here, here's another thing that the divides us because you, by the second day, you, you were just like, all right, I guess, I guess it's just an inconvenience like I'll just put this <laughs> put this back where they were I'll just turn on the TV I guess cause like my cause like if my ass saw like not not a door not a fan not a TV if I was just like chilling at home and just in from the back I just heard like a <clears throat> I would be out of there like my ass <laughs> like I would be in a different country okay like not even as a joke. Like you would, you wouldn't find me. I would, ha- I, I would be like neck deep. I don't know, retired in some like I don't know Buddhist community. Like not talking for like ten years. 
<laughs> just like never deal with that again. And, and that was when I was a kid. Like now, if that happened to me now, if like my TV turned on right now, like by itself, I would just be like, what fucking bills are you paying in this house to fucking with my electricity bill? Okay, why? <laughs> but that doesn't happen here. You know why? Because I stick to the aesthetically pleasing section of the spooky shit. And that is what I'm going to enjoy for the next 31 days. And the next, and the, and the first three of November, because uh, uh, Day of the Dead. So, that's a great story. I never want to hear it again. <laughs> I don't want to get involved in that shit. No, believe me, if we're hanging out with more people, I would, I would be like, yo, tell them the story. But, like, I'm not hanging out with, like, your sisters or, like, with your, the rest of your family ever again. Just you, I'm, I'm going to stick with just you. Um, but, yeah, just, just out of pure fear. Out of pure control fear. All right, re- remind me for the next uh, for the next review. We're gonna review X, folks. It's gonna come out in a dual review. I got a story about you about me getting killed. I'll, I'll tell you the story in the next one. Sp- hint, hint. Spoiler oh my alert. God. Uh, but let's talk about Hocus hint, Pocus. Hint, spoiler alert. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Let's do a cut there. <clears throat> and then- All right. <clears throat> you want to introduce us? Sure. Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chema. And I'm Billy. And reviewing Hocus Pocus 2, this is the rollback. So, Hocus Pocus 2, back and more glorious than ever. It's been 29 years since someone lit the black flame candle and resurrected the 17th century sisters. And they are looking for revenge. Now it is up for three high school students to stop the ravenous witches from wreaking a new kind of havoc on Salem before dawn on All Hallows' Eve. So this is the sequel 29 years later of the Disney Channel original movie or... I don't know if it was an original Disney Channel. No, it wasn't, right? It was not. It was in theaters? It was in theaters. I'm sorry. It was in theaters and uh, it was considered I, a bomb. I just it, remember it playing nonstop on October during during uh, in Disney Channel. And can I tell you something? Can I tell you, can mm-hmm. I tell you a secret? Yeah. I never saw it as a kid. I Me saw neither. It, I saw it like on 2018, I think. Dude. That was... I, I was dating someone at the time and they were like, you haven't seen it? And they like made me watch it. And I really enjoyed it. Uh, but I, I didn't grow up with it, so I have no uh, uh, sentimental or like, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, nostalgia towards the first one. Um, so I was just ready to enjoy this as what it was, not as like a piece of remembrance to like the original one, you know? Yeah. So, um... Straight up, I'll be honest with you, dude. You know when the first time I saw Hocus Pocus 2? Friday. What? Right? Yesterday. You want to when I saw the first Hocus Pocus? Thursday. No way. I had never seen the original. Never. I always saw the, the, the trailers for it, but I was never like, oh, I got to see this. I was like, eh, it's fine. It's whatever, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um... But, yeah, and it's crazy because, so, a little bit of backstory, Hocus Pocus was a a complete box office bomb. It was skewered by critics back in the day for its direction, for its writing, for for that, like, everything. It was skewered. Um, And it lost the Disney about $16.5 million. But 
through it being replayed over and over again in Oktoberfest uh, or Halloween time, you know, Halloween Fest on Disney Plus, on Disney Plus, uh, what was then, I think, what, ABC Family? Now it's Freeform. Through just, like, sheer force of will, this film yeah. became, like, a cult hit. And everyone, like, came to appreciate it. Um, so much so that demands for a sequel came as early as 2012. They were like, you know what, we should do one for the 20th anniversary. That passed. So they did it for the 29th anniversary, technically, I guess. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's how we end up with, uh, with Hocus Pocus 2, through sheer force of power and will uh, and fandom. Um, yeah, uh, this, this is one of those movies that, like, the original one refuses to go die. Like, it refuses to go away. It is a, The visual of these three witches is, like, ever-present every time it's Halloween time. Like, they... Uh, I think Disney Channel doesn't exist anymore, but when it when it existed it was th- it was on and it was on all the time when it was when it was uh, around around this around spooky season so uh, I know the visual very well and when I saw the movie I remember really enjoying it I thought it was uh, the the practical effects were wonderful and really pretty at the time uh, the perform and of course the performances by the three main actresses is like super fun and like it's, su- it's so full of energy that uh that those three performances have to like live to make a sequel work because if any of the three were missing this wouldn't work and they needed to recapture that energy even at uh, after all this time and uh call me crazy but i think it really worked i really enjoyed this one it did so um fun fun fact about again the original that helped fuel this one so uh, through the reruns it actually had the highest uh the highest rating disney or abc ever had for any of its programs on halloween at 2.8 million viewers back in 2011 but that was the highest rating they ever had for a halloween show ever like this film was and is a powerhouse and it it transcends like you know they're hokey the 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 acting is a little hokey it's a little like camp it's a little over the top but it works i it really i'd say does. yeah I, i'd say this might be the best like disney channel i'm gonna call this a disney channel film i think this qualifies that's not a snark at it there's some disney channel films that are amazing you know you can go back to your childhood i would say that hocus pocus 2 is probably the best film since wendy Wu homecoming warrior like in like 2006 i think that's when that film came out that's your nostalgia talking. It no, but, but like name one movie that like name one Disney Channel original film that you can even remember from like the past fifteen years. Uh, excuse, excuse me. Oh, from the last fifteen years, I think they just stopped making them. No, they still made them. They did. Like remember, fucking Camp Rock had three sequels. High School Musical had I don't know how many sequels and a reboot. Like, they didn't stop making Disney Channel films. They just stopped being, like, anything worth writing home about. Bro, they made Kim Possible uh, live action. Yeah. Which one? They made Kim Possible live action. Yeah, it was not good. That that was not not good. See, there you go. But this Hocus Pocus is the exception to the rule. Hocus Pocus 2, it... Like, you could even tell... There's a scene when the sisters are flying on their brooms... And it looks like I know they could have done better effects, but I think they're trying to stick to the effects from the original. Yeah, 
It's trying to look. Uh, it. 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 it uh, I don't know what the budget for this was. I don't know. Um, but I don't think it was very high, and it didn't need it to be that high because the the special effects don't need to look great. And when they do practical effects, they still look great. Like a Billy Butcher looks great. Like he looks as good as he did on the first one, uh, Billy Butcherson. Sorry. And um, like scenes, like for example, the book, the eye in the book looks fantastic. And they didn't need to do a lot. They just needed it to be fun. And I, I, I think it really worked on that. You mentioned the performances were campy and and over the top and and great. And this is one of those movies where you can tell that not just the three witches, but like every other actor in this in this movie, you can tell they're having a fucking blast. Like you can tell they're having so much fun. Just like, uh, you know, we talked about the same thing when we reviewed that Adam Sandler Halloween movie that came out a couple of years ago. You remember the 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 Hubie Halloween? Hubie Halloween. Uh, yeah, that one was a cute movie, and this movie feels kind of on the same uh, on, on the same page as that because it also takes place in Salem, Massachusetts it also takes place in present day but it is so in your face Halloween like the colors and the costumes and the the candy apples the pumpkins like the uh, also I gotta give a shout out whoever color corrected this movie I wanna give I, I, I said this on my on my letterbox review. I said whoever color corrected this needs an award, a cold Chris Bright, and a race. Because <laughs> I saw this movie I saw it I saw this movie on this TV and I have this TV like in front of a window. What does that mean? That I can always see the fucking sun hitting that TV. And this is the first time that I saw something that took place at night and it looked good. Like, I could still tell what everything was happening because they color-corrected the crap out of this and it looks wonderful. There were so many scenes that take place at night and I could tell everything that was happening. I wasn't lost. It wasn't like a... Like a... God, what was it called? It wasn't like a fucking Game of Thrones thing. Like, it, I could Gemma? tell what was happening and I appreciated that, that so much because uh, that has been a problem with, like, Marvel movies. It's been a problem with a lot of movies and... Uh, the last Doctor Strange did color correction really well, and they also did it with this movie. Because even though it's dark and it's got a, 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 a lot of nighttime scenes, the color pops. The color hold pops on, hold so on. much. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. You need that for a movie like this. For a movie that oh god, uh, for a movie that requires uh, that that kind of Wait, like give it a sec. Give it a sec. Give it a sec. Ambience and and atmosphere. So I appreciated the crap out of this. But then moving the fact that it is visually very pretty, it's so fun. It's so Can fun. You Are you frozen? Ah, oh, puta madre. I'm right here. Chama, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. I took off my video, though, because I don't know if that's fucking with the reception or not. No, it's me. It was me. Um, yeah. No, I mean, are you, are, but are you still recording? Yeah, I'm still recording. Thank God. Okay, yeah, then dude, well, I'll sync it up and I'll just cut it some part. Uh, the, the last thing I okay. heard that you said was uh, how great the color correcting was, that you could see it on your TV. Yeah, uh, well, I was saying that uh, the color correction has been a lot better. The uh, <clears throat> uh, Ever since they, 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 they did the same thing with uh, the last Doctor Strange movie, and it looks like so much better. Like, I can tell what's happening even when it's dark. Uh, so that's great. And then they also did... Uh, God, where was I? Um, yeah, so besides the visuals looking great, the movie is is so atmospheric and fun, and it's got this really cool uh, attitude about it. Like, it's so chill. Like, this is a good movie to, like, watch to get really in the mood. Uh, 
for for spooky season. So I appreciate it a lot because of that. And also, I, f- I feel like it's a good movie that you can watch like with your parents. You can watch it with like younger family members. But also, doesn't shy away from like the darkness of it. Like something that I really remember about the original one is that it's so open about using the word virgin over and over and over. Oh and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, The blood of this virgin. And then this movie acknowledges that by having this kid saying like, "What's a virgin?" And then the guy from the store is like, "Someone who's never lit a candle." <laughs> like. <laughs> Using so the mom was looking at him like, pick your words very carefully. I thought he was going to say someone that's never been married, or something. Someone from Virginia. Yeah, yeah, that could have worked. Um, this film yeah. is cute but camp. Um, and also th- this film, I was scared it was going to give them the Maleficent treatment, the witches of like you're going to yeah. feel sorry for them and root for them. It didn't. It explained their backstory, but all it really did was refine, like, no, like, all they truly ever have is each other. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, it, it kind of explains the deep bond, and props to these young actresses, you know, again, that's very hokey, but they pull it off as far as showing the relationship that these sisters have. Um, and then we jump into modern times, and uh, apparently it's common, or, like, this trope is common, I didn't know. Uh, we have three friends. We have Becky, Izzy, and Cassie. Uh, and apparently, Cassie is leaving her friends with for a boy. Like, she's, you know, Google-eyed over a guy who's admittedly stupid, but, like, crunk stupid. Like, he means well. Um, and she's kind of leaving her friends. And I didn't know this. Nikki pointed it out to me. Apparently, that's a common trope in, like, teenage films. Like, uh, a friend leaves her friend group to hang out with a dude? Yes. Well, it happens in real life, too. I mean... Especially at that that age. Especially at that age, yeah. That's what she said, too. That's literally what she said. (laughs) No, no, because it's true. I I was surprised that that's the angle they took, because I don't know if if it's just me, but, like, when the movie starts... And it's the two girls, and they're just like talking, and then they see the other girl approaching, and then they get really quiet. I went like, "Oh my god, nice lesbians!" But no, they didn't do that. So, <laughs> it's it's still like a kids Disney movie. I I wish they would, but you know they won't. <laughs> At least Disney doesn't have yet. the balls. Yeah. Um, no, but they. Uh, it's it's a fairly common trend, but I'm not I'm not against it. I think it it's rooted it's rooted in a lot of reality, so it would make sense that that's a thing that would happen and like bother them and stuff. So I didn't mind it really. Um, then we we get the the Salem sisters are back because of uh, Gilbert, who's a bit of a dipshit. Uh, essentially, like tricks the girls into lighting a black candle, re-releasing the sisters and. Uh, it, it's nuts because it's it's almost like they picked up right where they left off at the last film. Like, the way they act, their costumes, like, yeah. you would be remiss to say, like, it didn't seem like they aged at all. Yeah. Um, they really have, they really ca- recaptured that same energy. I don't know how much Disney paid them, but whatever it is, it was enough. Because, like, they, they showed up to play. Like, they, they didn't show up to, they came to, work. to just milk it. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't show up to look to, to be like, all right. I guess I'll, I'll cash another check. No, they came to this with love and with pleasure. Like you can tell that they were having such a blast while they were filming it. 
Um, the energy was there. Uh, the comedy was there. Hell, even the little introduction part where they, they have these other actresses play them as, as younger, they recaptured her their energy so well, and the comedy was so fast, it felt like an Edgar Wright movie in some parts. Um, and I really yeah. enjoyed it, man. I, 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 I had a lot of fun with it because everyone was so ridiculously over the top in, in a great way. From Beth Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Najimy, hell, to even uh, 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 Tony Hale, who plays uh, uh, the mayor. He's so funny in such a subtle way. And here he plays probably the most wholesome character he's ever played ever since he played Forky in Toy Story 4. And he's so, he was so <laughs> sweet. I You're really trash, liked just cause... like me. Because they could have just easily made like, oh, he's the mayor, he's evil. But no, he was just, just he just wanted his fucking candy apple, man. Like, <laughs> see, I, you know what yeah. though? I could relate. I understand. Like, I just want this one thing, and everything will be okay. Yeah. And then it comes, and it's like you don't get it. And you're just like, you son of a bitch. It didn't happen. Yeah. Um. It totally ruined. But so it wouldn't survive. Yeah. But so to to counter the Sanderson sisters, we have the. The new, new coven, kid. I guess. The the new kids. We have Miss Whitney yeah. Peak as Becca. We have Miss Lily Buckingham as Cassie Trask. And Miss Belissa Escobedo playing Izzy. And uh, I'll give them nice, credit. Nice job on the Escobedo there. Thank you. I, I nice can, job on the pronunciation there. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. pisses me off when people like mispronounce uh, certain things. <laughs> Dude, now that I'm working at a university... Yeah, no, it, I find for some reason it, like, gets me when people, like, mispronounce a name. A certain, you okay. know. Anyway, fucking, okay. Uh, so back to the story. Yeah. So to counteract the Sanderson sisters, these three have their own energy, but somewhat they're, they kind of parallel the Sanderson sisters, where, you know, Becca is very much, like, the high-strung, like, no, this way. Uh, we have Belissa, yeah. who, and um, we have Izzy, who's her, like, quirky best friend, but also very much, like, her ride or die you know what i mean her friend but also hey i've got your back we're we're in this together and then you have the boy crazy cassie who's very much uh the apparent younger version of sarah you know sarah jessica parker's character who's like boy crazy there are these parallels between these characters that i like uh but they're modern they're updated and they're not like overblown like if you notice sarah jessica parker's character isn't as boy crazy in this one as she was in the first one yeah um and, and yeah. I it took no go for no, no go ahead I had nothing I was gonna say and Nick, Nikki pointed it out to me that even their color schemes are very like you know uh, facing each other you know you have Becky wearing green much like Mary the the main the the main side no wait not the mayor Winifred Winnie they're both wearing green yeah uh, Cassie and Sarah are both wearing red and then uh, Izzy. And Mary are both wearing uh, very like similar cloaks. Just that there's a lot of uh, marrying between the three right, friends yeah. and the, the sisters. Mm -hmm. uh, and I like that. I appreciate that. Um, I think that opens the door for a lot of things in the future, but we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, I, I do love the color coding. I do love when characters are color coded because it really helps me uh, separate them. And I, I, I think Spielberg, when he did it in Jurassic Park, and ever since they've been doing that, so yay. Um, you know, they were great, and they had good chemistry, and they were fun, and I was afraid. I was afraid when the movie started that this was just going to be, like, uh, the witches coming to 2022, and 
them being afraid of like cell phones and and making a lot of current day jokes and using probably a lot of current day music and I don't know maybe uh, I don't know something like that I was afraid that that's where it was going and I'm glad that it wasn't because the original one is weirdly like both dated and timeless at the same time like it's very 90s but at the same time in the, in the same way it's also very like it's a time capsule of the 90s this yeah. one doesn't feel like a time capsule of the of 2022 2022 but in a good way like you can watch the original one and then watch this one and just be like oh 20 years have passed but it's a new story but it's not like oh look uh, tiktok you know like it was fun it was fun in, in that way and it didn't try to like appeal to a specific audience besides the people that want to see the second one which is the people that grew up with the first one and they know that they don't want to hear a bunch of words that they don't understand like yeet so this was good <laughs> in that way it succeeded in that you, you know what also i love that they did is that the one time they ever use a phone they use a filter and it makes them look younger. Yeah. Like, that's smart. Yeah. Like, like you're right. Like, I appreciate the fact that they when they do do it, the jokes hit. Yeah, the jokes hit. Like, there, there, wasn't, a mo- there wasn't a single moment in this movie where I, like, groaned or thought, like, oh, God damn it, fine, Gen Z's will find this funny. Like, no. It really was made for any audience in mind, not just one. And I appreciated that. I, I, I really liked it because of that. And even me, who is not, like, nostalgically attached to the original one... I, I enjoyed it. Like, I don't... Like, I, I said the same thing about the original one. I don't know if I'll ever see it and watch it again. I don't. But I really appreciated watching this, and I feel kind of similarly about this one. I enjoyed both of them. And, yeah, I had a good time with this one as well. Um, what did you think of the, the third act? I, I kind of figured that, um, that when it came to the power spell, there had to be some backlash. Um, and then it became yeah. apparent, you know, Winifred, she gained power... But it cost her her two sisters, you know. And then she, yeah. she, okay. Look, I want to be very clear about this. I never get emotional or misty eyed at movies. Rarely yeah. do I ever. But in that moment where she said, where they're like, "But you have power," she's like, "Power doesn't mean anything if I don't have my sisters with me." Like, like, and she's yeah. like desperate. I got a little misty eyed. I'm not gonna lie. Like, it was like, oh my god. Like, like, how did they get wiggle into my heart? <laughs> and then and then the part where uh, she, she's she's begging the, the new coven the new witches you know please like you can create a new spell and bring my sisters back and they say the spell oh did you say it right we didn't we're not bringing them back here we're sending you to them like yeah well played well played yeah you know and she yeah. it, it's nice and I can only imagine that fans who grew up and watched this movie on repeat for 20 years, finally getting their sequel and having the chance to say goodbye to these sisters, I can only imagine the emotional highs that this means for them. Yeah. I I thought that the ending was really smart because of that specifically. It reminded me of... Uh, I feel like it's a trend going on ever since they did it in Frozen where they're like, oh, well, the true love is a sister's love, you know? Um, I appreciated that they did that. I, I, I like the, the little goodbye section. So, no, I agree. I thought the ending was really strong. I did not get misty-eyed, I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, I was shocked because when I told you that I was watching it, you sent me a text and you were, you were like, get the t-shirts ready for the end or something like that. And, oh, God, I, uh, I didn't know what was going to happen, but I appreciated how, how it went through. I thought yeah. uh, it was well executed. So, I don't 
have a lot to say on this one. I just, I thought it was really fun. And maybe it's because I watched it today on October 1st. But it really hit. So I had a good time with it. Yeah. Um, I, I so it I, a, I, uh, yeah. No, go for it. I was ready to move on to final thoughts, but go ahead. No, I'm just willing to say, I'm just going to say I'm willing to bet that there's either going to be a sequel or a, or a TV series sequel because of Rebecca being there. She's way too big. I think she's a plant. Maybe she's going to be like the mentor to the three new witches or and I didn't know this. There's a post credit scene. I just looked it up. There's a post credit scene where Cobweb, Gilbert's black cat, hops onto a shelf where there's another black candle hinting that perhaps the Sanderson sisters will return again. Look, in another 29 uh, this, years this, this is usually the part where I tell you fuck no but did you saw that they're making a, 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 a national treasure TV show I heard about it I haven't seen anything on it but I've heard about it okay because I saw the trailer when D23 happened and I was like Jesus Christ they're making a fucking national treasure TV show um so um so I, I guess never say never, I guess. Well, see, this could be like the kid-friendly version of Saw, where it's like they make it like an annual Halloween tradition. Like another Hocus Pocus movie. Because remember, uh, Saw for like seven years came out every fucking Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. But if it does, will I watch them? Yeah, but I'm not like... I'll watch it when it comes out. Like, I won't be like, oh my god, counting down the days, you know? Yeah. I feel very... I feel more I feel more good than meh, but I'm closer mm -hmm. to meh than great, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I really you know, enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I, I think... Yeah. I think the Sanderson sisters might be some of the most, like, underrated Disney original characters, like, ever. Like, they're Truly. character characters. I, they're character characters, though. You know what I mean? Like, they're very, like, the energy that they have. I like it. They're up there with, like, Jack Skellington as far as, like, homie, if that makes they're, sense. They're a good image. They're a good co they're a good Halloween costume, too, because, like, everyone would know what you are. Yeah, definitely. definitely. I, I've seen, I've definitely seen people dressed up as the sisters. Yeah, me too. So, hopefully now, since we're close to Halloween, I have no doubt that people are going to see this and be like, yeah, last minute Halloween costume. Let's go. Alright. Uh, well, um, I mean for the so, yeah. for for the stuff that people are gonna buy, Disney's gonna make a mint, you know it. <laughs> yes. Uh yes. Uh Final yes. Thoughts? Final Thoughts? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it quite a lot. Uh more for the aesthetically pleasing whole thing of like uh I love seeing the fall leaves, I love seeing the pumpkins, I love seeing the costumes. I I, I love that shit. So I can't wait. I know we're so close to Halloween, so uh, I really enjoyed this. It got me really in the mood. Uh, three out of five stars. Nice. Uh, B. I, I'll probably see it again. Maybe it'll become a Halloween tradition. I always watch the... Well, it's a new tradition, but every Halloween I make sure that I watch at some point the OG Halloween, the 2018 version, yeah. and Halloween uh, Kills. And this month Halloween Ends is coming out, so I'll be sure... Maybe I'll put this in the rotation somewhere. This is gonna be such a great October because a lot of spooky movies are coming out, and oh, lot, a lot already yeah. came out last year. That's oh month. man! So, and I'm barely catching up because like Smile just came out here, like it hadn't come out. It's barely come out, so uh, I'm hyped. I'm pumped, and we're gonna continue. I guess I know what we're doing next week. Another... 
Yes. And uh, speaking of next, another another Soto scary movie coming in. So uh, also today. So thank you so much for joining us. You can listen to our show on iTunes and Spotify and YouTube and so many links, so many episodes, so many movies. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Chema. I've been Eddie. And this this was was the rollback. With a reminder. Signing off with a reminder that if your friends ask you to play with a Ouija board, you get them some help, you get them some Jaces, and then you get the fuck out of there. Or you can just play with your friends with Eddie. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.